Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf Sadi Hey. Today's Sadi Hey. Today's shoes for a full shleim of Yitzchak Yehuda Miriam and Chai Chai Kadas Bava Michla. Right now, complete and speedy recovery. Okay, we're up to about the 50th last line on Sadi Dalad Amud Bay's 94B. Um, remember, the Mishnah mentioned that if a man's wife, it was discussed a few times, but if a man's wife goes overseas, and then he gets a report that she died. So he marries her sister. Because as we know, granted, while one's wife is alive, even if she, they, they divorce, but as long as his wife is alive, his Achos uh, Isha, his wife's sister, is one of the Arias. But once his wife has died, then he's allowed, then it's not a, she's not an Ever anymore. So he remarried her. So that's the that's the case, that's the primary case of the Mishnah and the ramifications of that if his wife subsequently turns up. In the discussion and the analysis of trying to when we try to understand the Mishnah, we brought we mentioned that it must be in line with Rabbi Akiva. So now what the Gemara is going to say is, ah, oh, you telling me the Mishnah is Rabbi Akiva? Well, then there's an added case, and I'll just say it outside before we read it inside. But Rabbi Akiva, at our, our first assumption, is that he holds the same halacha by Chamoisa, someone's mother-in-law. I, just as if one's wife dies, their sister becomes permitted to him, his wife's sister, so too is if his wife dies, his mother-in-law becomes permitted to him. So as long as his wife is alive, Chamoisa, his, his wife's mother, his mother-in-law, is one of the Arayos, but if his wife dies, then she becomes permitted. I thought she said yes to that. Oh, so, so that's, okay. that's our, our assumption is that, that that's what Rabbi Akiva holds. And we'll see now why we think that, but we are going to reject it. Oh, I but that's, that's just Rabbi yeah. Akiva. It's, it's just our assumption in Rabbi Akiva, and even that we're going to say it doesn't apply. We, but that's what we think at the moment. So if you teach the case of your when your wife goes overseas and you marry your sister, you should also teach the case of when your wife goes overseas and you marry her okay. mother. But that's an assumption. Let's see this in Sa'oma, Ravashi, Rav Kahana, E, Rabbi Akiva. Ravashi said to Rav Kahana, if you want to say it's Rabbi Akiva, we just started. Listen, Nami, Chamoisa, let it also teach his mother-in-law. Because we've heard that Rabbi Akiva, Generally, if someone had committed... What, um, has an affair with their mother-in-law, they high of strafer, being put to death by burning. But Rabbi Akiva says, if his wife's already died, then love the strafer. There's no strafer. We see there's no problem. So that's our suggestion in Rabbi Akiva. And where do we see this? The Tanya, as we learned in Abraisa, the Aishis Rufua, Osob Eshem. In fire, you shall burn him and them. So again, this is speaking about a man who commits adultery with well, not adultery. He commits, uh, he transgresses incest, one of the arayos, with his mother-in-law. So it says he must be put to death, and them. Now it can't be saying them literally, because it can't be saying why should his wife be put to death? His wife married this guy. She thought he was a good guy. Then he went and he slept with her mother. So sn, you're going to put them to death? The two? No, definitely not. So that's what. Um, so how do we understand that? So oisoves achas mehem, and so I'm first going to give the drosh, and then we'll explain how the issue is. So oisoves achas mehem. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel translated as him, either man and the one of them. Rabbi Akiva Oimer oisoves eshtehem. Rabbi Akiva says him and 
two of them. Now, now if you understand this, is like a buyer, then you're okay. Why? The Omar, he says, much more they're just arguing in where to get the halachas from the psukim. The Rabbi Shmuel Savar Chadiksev, Rabbi Kiva Savri Tartiksev. Rabbi Shmuel holds only one is written, and Rabbi Kiva holds two are written. <coughs> what do we mean? Whenever we see Mashmal's Darshan, we're saying they're not arguing in the halachas. They agree on the halachas, they're just arguing in where we see it in the possum. So, what halachas do they agree on, and what they mention in here? So, so the the, 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 the person under discussion is his wife's mother's mother, I, his mother-in-law's mother. Rabbi Akiva says this pasuk is just referring to his yeah. mother-in-law. Yeah, but Rabbi Yishmael says just his mother-in-law and grandmother-in-law, his wife's mother's mother, as we learn from somewhere else. Rabbi Akiva says no, Shtehem, both of them are learned from this pasuk, his wife's mother and his wife's grandmother. So that's, that's their mafloka. No, no halachic difference, just you see it in this passage. Just interesting, how do you read, um, I should have mentioned, eshen, them, as, like Rabbi Shmuel, one of them. So you find this a few times this drosh is used. Hen is one in Greek. And so when it says hen, um, it means one. Just we find similarly, uh, what's it? Yiras Hashem. Uh, no, okay, I have to check up the exact possible, but it's similar about we bring Yura and Chachma Hain. Ah, Hain, one in Greek, Yura, fear of God and wisdom is the, is, that's the one, that's the one Chachma, fear of God. But that, so this word Hain, so that's how Rabbi Yishmael will read it. So that's all very well according to Abaya. But now if you learn the Shapir, it makes it, it says, Ela Ila Rava, but what about if you learn like Rava, they're arguing in if one is liable for sleeping with their mother-in-law after his wife's death. Why? According to Rabbi Shmuel, he says one of, one of them, even if only one is alive, I, even if only the mother-in-law is alive, he's still Chad Shreifa. Whereas Rabbi Kiva says, stay him, he's only put to death if both of them are alive. I, so we see according to Rabbi Kiva, if one's wife has died, his mother-in-law is permitted. So listening, Ami Chamoisa, then our Mishnah should have added in Chamoisa. So Amalei, he answered, no, Granted, the Pasuk excludes it from Shreifa. Where do we get that the, um, we don't see that the Pasuk limits it from being Osir? I'm the only, no, Man's mother-in-law is Osir, it is one of Narayos. The only difference between whether his wife is alive or not is whether the punishment is Shreifa. But it's still Osir, regardless. So that's why our Mishnah could not teach the type, case of Chamoisa, because even though he wouldn't get Shreifa, contrary to if he slept with his mother-in-law after his wife died, he would still yes. not be allowed to. It would still be awesome. Okay. <coughs> now the Gemara is going to ask quite a, I guess, a good question. It's not fair. We said that when one's wife, if a woman gets married based on testimony that her husband, based on testimony that her husband died, she has to get divorced. She can't return to her first husband. A whole list of uh, restrictions. But when this man marries his wife's sister, based on testimony that his wife died, he can go back to his first wife. That's not fair. Why, if a woman gets married based on... Wow, when the woman gets remarried and it turns out her husband is alive, she can't go back to her first husband, but this man can. 
We should oyster his first wife to him by the fact that he slept with his with her sister. Just as we forbid when a woman's husband goes overseas and we forbid, and she gets remarried in the interim, we forbid her to go back to her first husband. So it should be the same thing here. So the Gemara says, no, Lord, you can't compare the case. If the woman would have slept, again, we're going back to the case where a woman got remarried based on one witness. So if she would have slept with that man on purpose, I committed adultery, Doraisa should be also to her husband. So therefore, when she does it by mistake, the rabbis made a gazera. But by his wife's sister, Again, if a man has an affair with his wife's sister, she would not become also to him from the Torah law. He would still be permitted to his wife. Therefore, if it's done by mistake, the rabbis do not make the gazera. So that's where we're looking at. We're looking at does, does in, in the normal course of events, not this case where they thought that the person had died, but in the normal course of events, if someone... If a woman commits adultery with another man, or a man sleeps with his wife's sister, would their partner become also to them? So according, so by the woman it would. A married woman who sleeps with another man becomes also to her husband. And, <coughs> yeah, um, but not by one, one sister, the wife's sister. Now, what's the source that if someone sleeps with their wife's sister, their wife does not become also to them? So the Tanya we learned in Ebraisa. Oiso, the Pasuk says, by adultery it says, Oiso, her. Oiso, Shribasa, Osarto. And Shribasa, Oiso, Osarto. It's only her sleeping with another man that will forbid her to her husband, but not her sister sleeping with another man, or her sister sleeping with her husband that will forbid her to her husband. She, Yochol, you might have thought, it's logical. If in a case where he transgresses an isukal, now the Gemara is going to discuss what an isukal is, but the, the result is to understand this logic. Isukal here is Aishas Ish, an adultery, a married woman, and Isukamur is one's wife's sister. Why is Aishas Ish? Isn't Aishas Ish adultery the strictest? Why is it called Isukal? Because it ends, it can end in divorce. It's not forever. As soon as there's divorce, there's no more Aishas Ish. But Achos Isha, one's wife's sister, well, that's for, until, she, until his wife dies. So it's much more expansive. Uh, so that, that's why it's called Isukal. So he says, So, Umaba Makam Shabal Isukal, if when he has relations with the Isukal, Nesar Ha'oiser, the one who made her forbidden becomes Osur, I, the her husband becomes forbidden to her. Remember, her husband is the one who creates the Isur Aishas Ish. The, one, the husband is the one who makes her into a married woman. So, Nesar is the one who made her forbidden to the other man, becomes Asur. So then, Mokom Chebal Isur Chamur, will then, if he has relations with the Isur Chamur, <coughs> his wife's sister, Enodin Nesar Oiser, should the one who made her Asur not become forbidden. I, who made this woman also to him, his wife, because it's his wife's sister. So then, if in this lenient case, again, where he made his wife Osur and his wife commits adultery, he becomes Osur, well, in the strict case, where his wife made this woman also to him, 
his wife should definitely become also to him. So Amr of Yehuda. So that's the that's the logical, that's the first step in the logic why we would think that. Or why sister, if someone sleeps with their wife's sister, their wife becomes also to them. But as we said, the drosh is Oiso, no, only by adultery. Now we're gonna give a different um a different explanation of the Mahlokas. So Amri Yehuda says that both agree that if someone sleeps with their mother-in-law, their wife becomes possible to them. And they have to divorce their wife. What do they argue on? If someone sleeps with their wife's sister, according to Beishamai, his wife becomes also to him, but according to Beishilal, she does not. Again, Beishamai will hold for the logic, and Beishilal will hold for the drosh of Olav. Omar Rabbi Yossi, another opinion. Rabbi Yossi says, Beishamai and Beishilal both agree that if someone sleeps with their wife's sister, their wife does not become forbidden to them. Ah, oh, what do they argue on? The bo al someone who sleeps with their mother-in-law. That Beishamai holds they are that she his wife becomes possible to him, and Beisila holds she does not become possible to him. And now the Gemara is going to so so just what did Rabbi Yossi say? Because that's what we're going to bring. A, he's going to bring a support. He's going to explain his logic now. Rabbi Yossi was the one who said that regarding someone who sleeps with their wife's sister. Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel agree that the wife does not become also to him. Where do they argue? If someone sleeps with their mother-in-law. So Beis Shammai, so what's it? Lefi, where do I know this from? It says, Lefi shebitchila hu mutar b'chol anoshim shebo'olam. At first, he was permitted to marry any woman in the world. Vihi muteres b'chol anoshim shebo'olam. And she was permitted to every man in the world. I, and a single man and a single woman are uh, permitted, uh, lit, not literally every man and not literally every woman, but... <coughs> <coughs> for all intents and purposes, as many people as they'll ever be permitted to, they're permitted to when they're single. So, so again, she's muta, he's permitted to all women, and she's permitted to all men. Kodsha, once they get married, who oisra sarto, he forbids her to marry certain people, and she forbids him to marry certain people. Muruba isusha osra mi isusha he forbids her to marry more people than she forbids him to marry. Because when they get married, he forbids her to every single man in the world. And she only forbids him to her relatives. Again, when a man marries a woman, he's still allowed to marry more wives. He's just not allowed to marry his wife's daughter, his wife's mother, his wife's grandmother, his wife's sister, those people. So, But when the woman marries him, she becomes forbidden to marry any man in the world. So he's so he forbids her on much more than she forbids him on. He says, and it's, then it's logical. It says, If, when in the case of the man who forbids her to everyone, if she makes a mistake, i she's raped or something like that and commits adultery, she does not become forbidden to who's permitted to her, to her husband. He sarto seho. But regarding her, who only forbids him on her relatives, shogat the isur. If he makes a mistake in the isur, I let's say he sleeps with his wife's sister, bamasei. He definitely should not be become also to her, with who's permitted to him, I his wife. So again. 
if he, we see the power of his Isser on her is so great that it forbids it to every other man. If she commits adultery by mistake, she's still permitted to her husband. Well then, logically, where her Isser is much weakness because she only forbids him on a few people, if he sleeps with one of them, she should not become Osir to him. So this is very deadly shogeg. Okay, so you have the source for if, it, if the incest was committed by mistake, but if it was done on purpose, how to, what's the source of Talmud Lomar? Only by adultery do we say that the wife becomes mutar also to her husband, but we don't say it by Achos Isha, his wife's sister. Okay, now we're going to go back to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said if one of his, if one has, if, if this guy has relations with his mother-in-law, both Beis Shama and Beis Hillel agree that the wife becomes possible. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said again, if someone has relations with their mother-in-law, their wife becomes also to them. That's Rabbi Yehuda. So Omer Rabbi Ami, Omer Eishlokish Rabbi Ami said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, my time is Rabbi Yehuda. What's the source for Rabbi Yehuda? So Dirsid, as it's written, Ba'eshish Rufu'a saw the essay. In fire you shall burn him and them. V'chi kol habayis kula b'shreifa. What, you're going to put everyone to death now? You can't put... Again, his wife did nothing wrong in this case. <coughs> She married this guy, and he went and he committed he, uh, and had an affair with her mother. That's he didn't. So, so it can't be telling us that she's has, that his wife has to be put to death. It must just be telling us that his wife is also. Omer Rabbi Yehuda, Omer Shmuel, ain't halacha k'Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said, "Name Shmuel, halacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda." There was a case where a man transgressed with his mother-in-law, and I say Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda brought him and lashed him. And Omale, he loved the Omer Shmuel. Ain't Allah like Rabbi Yehuda? If not for the fact that Shmuel said that Allah is not like Rabbi Yehuda, I search Allah for Yisro. The Olam, I would have said that you're forbidden to your wife forever. Okay, but either way, we don't pass it like Rabbi Yehuda. If one does sleep with their mother-in-law, <coughs> their wife does not become forbidden with them to them. Now the Gemara goes back to the beginning. Remember, we made a Kavu Chomer right at the top of the page. We said, if in the case of an Isukal, um, sorry, what was it? No, in the case of an Isukal, the husband becomes Osur, then in a case of Isur Chomur, how much more so the husband should be Osur. Now when we did that, I explained what Isur Kal, that Isur Kal referred to adultery, and Isur Chomur referred to Achos Isha, your wife's sister. And I also explained that Isur, it's called Isur Kal because it's, it's easy to end with divorce. Whereas Isur Chomur, Achos Isha, your wife's sister, the only way to end it, that Isur, is if his wife dies. So therefore, um, so, so because of so, so, but now that's all based on the conclusion of this Gomorrah. We're now going to go into the we, the Gomorrah is now going to analyze that try find what is Isukal. So he says, my Isukal, what is Isukal? So Omar of the first suggestion of Christ says, someone who remarries their divorce after she got married in the interim. That's the Isukal. That's the Isukal because She's um Asra Isukal, sorry, I'm not in blank.
Um, oh, Mahzik Rishos. Mahzik is just a negative commandment. He was married to this woman, then they got divorced, and she went and married another man in the interim, then her husband, she got divorced or died. That's just a negative commandment. So it's an Isukal. It says, Bo'aleo hai. And now he explains, Bo'aleo hai, Australia the hai. When she has beer with her second husband, her first husband becomes Osir. Bo'aleo Edith, if she has beer with her first husband, Australia the hai. Then her second husband becomes Osir. So that's why we want to suggest it's Masil Rushasa. He says, no. He says, you can't compare it. Because when she gets remarried, she herself becomes Osir. Her, her, her body is what becomes Osir. Okay? We're discussing this man going back to his first wife. Or, or this woman going back to her first husband after she's been married in the interim. The beer was on her. Whereas the case you want to contrast it with, with Achos Isha, it's the wife didn't do anything wrong. It's her husband who slept with the sister. Not so. It's not on her. The question by sleeping with another woman does it make her also? As Masigrushosa, the man actually slept with her. Says and secondly, another reason is not the isuro berov. I am, and it could be through most men. It's not. And any man who would have slept with her would make her also to her first husband. It's not specific, or married her. It's not just specifically because it's this man. Whereas in our case, by opposition, it's specifically because it's her wife's, it's his wife's sister. So it is a specific person. And Master Grushoso is forever. So, that, so there are all these reasons why you can't learn from Master Grushoso to opposition. So... Again, we're still searching what's Isur, Kal and Isur Chomer. So he says, El El Amar Eish Yavama. Maybe Isur Kal is referring to a Yavama. So the Marash Yavama Laman. Who are we saying that this Yavama married to? Eli Mela Acher. Maybe this Yavama went and married another man. She was supposed to do Yibum, but instead she went and married someone else. Says, Look at Rabbam Nuna, and this would be in line with Rabbam Nuna. Amar Rabbam Nuna Shemuer Es Yavam Chazin Sal Sarel Yavma. Shemuer Es Yavam who has relations with another man. Becomes forbidden to her brother-in-law. Says But again, She herself becomes Tomei. She, it's her herself who slept with the other man. The Isura Barov. And any man in the world besides her brother-in-law would make her also to do Yibum. <coughs> so again, um, these are stricter than Achos Isha. Because again, it's, the, we want to say his wife should be forbidden to him because he slept with her sister. Again, he didn't sleep with her, he slept with her sister. So you want to say this woman's also because this man slept with her sister? That's more far-fetched than saying this woman is also because she slept with her, with anyone besides her Yavama. So you can't really compare the cases. So it can't be whether Yavama went to sleep with someone else. Maybe it's the Yavama to the brothers. And what would be the case? Offered by Mamar. Where one of the brothers did Mamar. Hi, Osra Leo. When the one brother does mamar to her, she becomes forbidden to the other brothers. When one of the, if one of the other brothers would do yibum to her, she would become forbidden to the brother who did mamar. I don't know if you remember when we did the series of mamar, but mamar is a semi-marriage, but yibum still takes effect. So that's the oh, So now we have a case of case where if she's with the one it will forbid it to the other and where she's with the other it will forbid it to the other Yovam. He says, no, the boy says, my Irish, a boy, 
Ma'ariya. How's that a proof? It could even work if the second one did Ma'amar. This is a little bit tricky, but when the Brysa the said, what was the case? implies relations. Mamar is not relations. So the case, and must be when we're speaking about an Isur Kal and an Isur Chomor, we must be speaking to a case where it becomes also through <coughs> Bia and not through Mamar. <coughs> no, it could be Rabban Gamliel who says there's no Mamar of the Mamar. So it would, the first one would do Mamar, which would make her forbidden to the other brothers, and then one of the other brothers would sleep with her to do Yibum, and that would forbid her. So it could be. <coughs> But then he says, oh, Ella, I feel you not get, but I feel you But no, because you still don't need beer. You could still, for the one of the other brothers could do, give her a get or do chalitza. <coughs> that would all poison her to the first brother. So Ella, Omer, Yochanan. Rather, so we're looking <coughs> for the source of what's Isur Kal and what's Isur Khamur. And we say Isur Kal makes her forbidden to the first then Isur Chamur should definitely make her forbidden to the first, or him forbidden to the first. We know that Isur Chamur is Aisha, is Achos Isha, his wife's sister. So we're looking for what's Isur Kal, what's more lenient than that? That we're saying, oh, then Isur Kal, she becomes Osir to her husband. I threw beer to a second man, she becomes Osir to her husband. <coughs> we should say the same thing. Through beer, Achos Isha, his wife becomes also to him because of Achos Isha. That's what we're looking for. So Elam, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan suggests Sota. The case is a Sota. Now we know that the Sota becomes forbidden to her husband. Um, <coughs> so Sota, Laman, who we saying the Sota had beer with? Now, a Sota, remember she's, oh sorry, so the Sota is the case of the woman who asked to the husband warned her not to go into isolation, and she went into isolation with a certain man. So now the only way to permit her to her husband is if she drinks the water. So he says, So to Laman, who did she sleep with? He says, says, Well, what you saying? That she had beer with her husband, and now she's also to her husband. It's not through beer that she becomes also to her husband. Not beer with her husband, even if he just gives her a get, or even if he says, I don't want her to drink the water. She is also, as soon as she becomes a soita, she is also to her husband, not specifically through beer. So, Ella, soita la boil, it might be regarding the soita to the adultra, to the accused. It says, Hi, Isur Kalhu, Isur Khamuru. This isn't Isur Kal, this is Isur Khamur. The Hainu Aishasish. That's adultery. I, let's say, we're saying, you're saying this woman becomes also to her husband because she slept with this strange man. That's not Isur Kal, that's adultery. That's arguably the most severe of all the, the Arayos. So, can't be talking about so. So, Elah Amarav Aishasish. Rav, rather, Rav says, top of Tari Hayam of base, Aisha Sish, that's a married woman, that is who we're discussing. And so to Ravin explained when we said Isur Kal, the lenient Isur, we mean Aisha Sish. 
Oh, the Maikari da Isurkal. So then why do they call it Isurkal? There's no shame with Surah Isurkal Yama because she's not also forever. As I said, there is an aspect of Aisha's Ish that is more lenient, is that it ends. So if in Aisha's Ish, I, she sleeps with another man, she becomes also to her husband, well then, so too Ma Achos Isha. She slept, <coughs> he slept with her sister. He should become also to his wife. That's the <coughs> so that's how we understand the Gomorrah. And then Tanya Nami has we have a price which teaches the same thing. Abakhan Omar Mishum Rebi Lazar, Abakhan says in the name of Rebi Lazar. And again it was the same Drosha. Isur Kal and Isur Khamma. He says Aishas Ish. It's referring to Aishas Ish. Oh Ma Babaka Babal Isur Kal Sha'in Ha Oisra Asur Kal Yamov. If you want to say ba the light Isurai Aishas Ish, where the one who makes her Asur does not make her Asur forever. Why does he not make Asur forever? Because she could get divorced. Again, when he marries her, he makes Asur forever. But it's Isurka because they could get divorced and then she's not Asur forever. Where someone has sleeps with his with the Isur Khamo, I his wife's sister, which is as long as she is alive, his wife's alive. The, the one who made her also, who made him also to her, should become also. His wife should become also to him. Talmud Lomar, also. The Torah says, adultery, also, 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 Specifically, by adultery, do we say her beer forbids her to her husband? But we don't say that. That her beer, that his beer to her sister makes him forbidden to her. Okay, now we go on to Rav Yosi Oimer. Rav Yosi in the Mishnah said, what a cryptic lie. He said, Rav Yosi Oimer, I'm just going to read it from the Mishnah. Anyone who invalidates others, invalidates himself. Anyone who does not invalidate others, does not invalidate himself. So if he invalidates others, he becomes invalidated. If he does not invalidate others, he does not become invalidated. So what's that? So the Gemara, so the Gemara brings Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yosi, etc. Says my Kama Rabbi Yosi. What's Rabbi Yosi saying? So you're going to contrast it with what the Tanakhama said. So Eli Madaval Tanakhama Dazul Sayom. Maybe you'll say the Tanakhama was speaking in a case where his wife and his brother-in-law went overseas. Either case here, yeah, I don't know if it helps to use names or if it will just confuse things. But the case here is where a man was married to a woman. And his wife's sister was married to another man. So his wife's sister, so that's his brother-in-law. That's we're always going to call that other man his brother-in-law. And we'll call the other woman his wife's sister. So what happened? His wife and his brother-in-law went overseas. And then there was one, uh, Adels came back and said they had died. So now he wants to marry his wife's sister. Oh, he marries his wife's sister because he heard that his wife had died and his sister is permitted and her husband, his brother-in-law had died so she's permitted. So he says, so, his wife and his brother-in-law went overseas. So maybe Tanakama says, his brother-in-law wives is Asur. When, when they come back, his brother-in-law, when, when his wife and, her, and the brother-in-law turn up again, I, actually they weren't dead. So the brother-in-law's wife is Osir. Like any woman, as we saw at the beginning of the parable, a woman who gets married and then her husband rocks up, she's forbidden to her husband. 
the Ishto Sharia, but his wife is permitted. Because as we just spent the whole of today's life learning, even if you sleep with your wife's sister, you're still permitted to your wife. So that's so that's what the that's what the Tanakama said. I you view each of these women different. The one woman can go back to her husband, and the other woman can't. That's what Tanakama says. No, and Rabbi Yosi comes along and says no. Just as his wife is permitted, so too Aisha's Giso is permitted. And once you say the one woman is permitted, the other woman is also permitted. And the reason to say such a thing is because, remember, he's not going to have to, by saying his wife is permitted, you're going to let this, he married his wife's sister in the interim, you're going to let her go free without anything. You're not going to give her a get, you're not going to do anything, because you're going to say the first marriage was still very strong in there, and there was no doubts of it. Therefore, she's not going to have a get or anything, so she can also go back to her husband. That's the suggestion. It says, If that's the case, I'm going to skip the next line. It says, It should have taught anyone who is not invalidated through him does not invalidate others. Me boile is what it should have said. I, um, it's, our Rebiosi says, And this should be the other way around, because he's saying, based on him, does, is he possible to his wife? And we're saying, no. So therefore, the other, the, he doesn't possible this woman to others, to her husband. She's possible to him. She's possible to him. Yeah. She is, the, the, his wife's sister is possible to him. That's why they have to get, they have to separate. But it's not divorce, because we say they were never married. And so therefore we're saying, by the fact that he doesn't invalidate his wife, she also doesn't become invalidated to her husband. But that's backwards from the Mishnah. So that can't be. So he says, no, the Elor, rather you have to say as follows. Maybe you should say, just as the wife of his brother-in-law is forbidden to the brother-in-law, his wife is also forbidden to him. If you're going to say clearly he had forbidden beer, then it says, That makes sense with Kosher Poisel. He invalidates her to others. I, he makes this woman forbidden, his wife's sister forbidden to her husband, therefore he should be. Said. But the second clause, Kosher Aino Poisel, I have to say, how would you explain the flip side where it says, where if he does not invalidate, if others do not invalidate her, he will not become invalidated. So, how are you going to explain that? So Omar Ibiyami, Ibiyami says, Arisha, that's going back on the beginning of the Perek. If a woman gets married based on through Beisdin, I through one witness, she's exempt, she has to get divorced, but she's exempt from a Korban. If she gets married through witnesses, I two witnesses, not one witness, she has to get divorced, but she's obligated to bring a korban. We see that Beisdin has this, if she gets married based on one witness, there's this added factor that she's exempt from a korban. So the Tanakama comes along and says, Tanakama said, it makes no difference whether... Um, Again, in, in that case, so, so what happened in that case? This, he married, he was married to a woman, and now 
Sorry, even last night when I was doing this, I was struggling a bit. So let me just try uh, to understand it. So Tan Kama says, Last night the Adim, the Aishas, Gisos, Sharia, it makes no difference that whether the Adim, that his brother in law's wife, is permitted to her husband. But last night he based it, and it doesn't matter if it's through one aid, the Aishas, Gisos, Asira, that the brother in law's wife is forbidden, but his wife is permitted to him. I'll be based in the poison, I'll get um, through based in where he makes his sister in law also to her husband. Again, I'll be based in means through one witness. If he marries his, uh, this woman based on the testimony of one witness, she becomes also to her first husband. So, poison, I'll get a it will also make his wife invalid to him. But if they got married based on the testimony of two witnesses, she will not become invalid, invalidated to him. So, so that's, the, that's the one suggestion. Again, it's going back on the first case in the Mishnah, what Rabbi Yossi is contrasting where, um, from where there's one aid or two aid to our case of where the, the brother-in-law and the wife went overseas. So he married the sister. If she, if she married him based on the testimony of one witness where her husband becomes also to her, his wife also becomes also to him. If they got married, if she, they remarried based on the testimony of two witnesses where she can go back to her husband, he can go back to his wife. And the logic would be it's connected to well, do people view the second marriage as a marriage? Because remember, he's marrying his wife's sister. So there's almost implicit assumption that his wife must have died because there's no other scenario that he would have been allowed to. But if we come along and say, well, look, she's not allowed to her husband and she's going to need a get, etc., all these things from the current not real marriage, then, <coughs> then, then we're saying that there is something in the second marriage to a degree, because she she can't. Uh, this second marriage was strong enough to forbid her to her to her husband. Uh, the brother-in-law went overseas and she remarried based on testimony that he died. So if it's strong enough to count in that scenario, then maybe it's strong enough to count to forbid her to her husband. But the simple principle. Uh, is it linked to this as well? That if a woman commits adultery, yeah. she's pre- prohibited to the husband. Yes. But if a man commits adultery, he's not prohibited to, to his wife. So if a man yes. commits um, adultery, he can go back to his wife. Yeah, I should have, sorry, I meant to actually mention that at the beginning of Shir. But yeah, so that, that means this be... brother in law. The reason why he can't go back to his wife <coughs> because yes. uh, she's she. been with another man. Yeah. Is it linked? Yes, 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 100%. 100%. You, you, that, that, that's, that's the foundation of the discussion. Um, and I, I meant to actually mention at the beginning of the show that the Chazanish gives three swaras of the difference. Why, again, why we started off Shu with a question. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what you're saying. Um, you, you're just saying it clearer. Um, that 
It's at the, the basic yeah, principle yes. in, the, in the beginning. Yeah, that's, that's the, the starting point. Is applying here. Yeah, so, so but so now. It's got nothing to do with being fair. Why should she or she. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's got nothing to do with being fair. Almost the, the one answer of the Chazanish, which is, I mean, he gives, I think, three answers to explain the difference. Mm-hmm. Why the woman, if she gets remarried based on testimony, she's allowed back to her husband, but he's, he would be allowed back to his wife, even if he had uh, deal with a married assistant, mm-hmm. etc. Well, the one answer is, yeah, because it looks, if we allow her back to her original husband, it looks like she has multiple partners, yeah. which by a woman is also. Whereas with him, so he has his wife and his wife's sister and all these things, it looks like he has multiple partners. That's not also for But him. if she sleeps with another man, she defiles herself. Yeah. But if a man sleeps with another woman, he doesn't yeah. defile himself yeah. because he's allowed to have yeah. multiple wives. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Partners. Exactly. The issue here, so, so, so that, 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 that's exactly the point, and that's why there is the distinction. However, Rabbi Yossi says they connected. In this case. In this case, they connected. Why? Because when we say that the second marriage forbids this woman to go back to her husband, again, he married his wife's sister thinking that her husband was dead, and also thinking that his wife was dead. But now, if that forbids her to go back to her husband, Again, it's a mistake, as we learned in the first mission, but it's a penalty. She should have investigated more carefully. She's still defiled. She's still defiled, but it's a mistake. Um, but she's not allowed to go back to her husband. Yeah. But you, therefore, we're giving almost a level of credibility to the second marriage. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that she was raped or it was out of her control. We're giving a little bit of credibility to the second marriage. It says, are oh, you giving a little bit of credibility to the second marriage? Well, then, he can't go back to his first wife. Because this is his sister that the second marriage is. So that, so it, it is built on the same principle, but Rabbi is extending it a step further. Exactly, but it is built. Let's just do Rabbi Yitzchak Nafka's answer, and then we'll leave it for today. Rabbi Yitzchak Nafka, Omer lo elama sefer. Rabbi Yitzchak says we're going on this sefer. Where his wife and Gisar went over Zee. We're not... We're not contrasting it to a case of whether there were two witnesses or one witness. We're going on our Mishnah where the wife and brother-in-law went overseas. It says, mm-hmm. And the difference is, I, the first, the, remember Rabbi Yossi said his statement both ways. He says, if he invalidates others, he invalidates himself. And if he invalidates, if he does not invalidate others, he does not invalidate himself. So one of those cases are where he was only done Kiddush in the first stage of marriage to his wife, who now went overseas with the brother-in-law and disappeared. And the other cases where they did Nisuyin. And remember, we've seen this distinction earlier because, and I mean the Gemara will flesh it out, but just to highlight, because a person might make their Kiddushin on condition. So there's no reason. You give the woman the ring and you say, here's on condition that X is fulfilled. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no real downside to that. But Nisuyin, a person would never do on condition, because, um, why would a person never do Nisuyin on condition? Oh, because then it turns out that all his beer is Nus. If the condition, so let's say he says, um, I marry you on condition in five years' time, you, um, you, you give me a million rand. So what happens in five years, that they've been married for five years, living together, and then it turns out she's not able to give him a million rand. So their wedding's undone. Turns out that he's been promiscuous for the last five years. So therefore, man's very, very unlikely never going to do any suyin on condition. So now, and just before we go into the answer, so what difference does that make in our case? 
if the woman goes overseas from Kiddushin and he marries her sister, people will say, why is he marrying the sister? Not because his wife, his first wife died, but because the condition of the Kiddushin wasn't met. And therefore in people's mind, this second marriage is a proper marriage. And that's why Rabbi Yossi says he's not allowed back to his wife. But if it's from Nisuyim, well then, they were properly married. They had the reception, they had the huge function, everyone knows about it. Then, then everyone, no one's, everyone's going to say, oh, he married a sister. Must be because his wife died. And therefore, when his wife rocks up, everyone will know that it was a mistake. And he can go back to his original wife. That's the difference here. That's why Nisuyim and Arusin and, and uh, Arusosa and Ishto. Says Vakomar Tanakama. The Tanakama says Loishna Ishto Vigisa Loishna Arusosa Vigisa. Aishas Gisa Asira Vishto Sharia. The Tanakama says it makes no difference whether she's his proper wife or his full or his just his Arusa or his proper wife who went overseas and the brother in law and then they disappeared and now he married the sister. In both cases he can go back to his wife, but the wife's sister can't go back to his brother in law, the husband. Again, that's your principle, Benji, that you laid out very clear. However, Rabbi Yossi comes along and he changes it slightly. He says, But come, Rabbi Yossi, no, Ishto Vigisa, the Lake Lamaima, Tanoa, Havela, Benesuyim, the Ainopoisel, Aljidei Acher, Ainopoisel, Aljidei Atzmor. He says, No, regarding Ishto Vigisa, where there's, there's no reason to say that there was a condition in the Nisuyim, and therefore he will not be disqualified through the sister. She does not, be, um, he does not, yeah, he does not disqualify himself to marry her. But where it's kiddushin, and you could say that she becomes possible through someone else, you could say that he has actually married the sister, because it was only kiddushin, so maybe it was not on condition, and that's why, and the condition fell through, and that's why he's marrying the sister, so he could invalidate his wife through. Marrying the sister, there we say we go strict and say, in this case, we view it as if they were um, disqualified. He becomes disqualified to his wife. Okay, we'll leave it there for today. Have a very good Shabbos.